You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A famous sex robot can now refuse sex if she's not in the mood. We knew this was coming, all right? Consent with the sex robots now is it going to be a thing. I just knew it. The AI has been now inculcated so advanced into the sex robot, but that now they're, they're individually thinking human robots, almost. Not quite human, but you know, you know what I'm getting at here. They have a um, free will. <laughs> they can choose whether or not they want to bone you, even though you bought them. <laughs> Technically, you've paid for sex, but they're, you know, you're not guaranteed to get it now. Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's see exactly what is going on, how it works. Samantha is the name of this sex robot. Very famous sex robot I've never heard of. The creator is Dr. Sergi Santos. And uh, this Samantha has been given a big upgrade. She's now able to refuse sex from her human partner if she's not in the mood or is feeling disrespected. Shit, man. I thought that was the point of buying a sex robot so that you can disrespect it. You can say, that's right, you dirty sex robot. Yeah, you're gonna, you're dirty and I'm gonna do whatever I want to you because you're not a thinking individual. (laughs) I've programmed you, you dirty, worthless thing. That's right. Make me some frosted flakes. I'm gonna eat it in your bedroom. Hi. (laughs) So now, she's able to refuse sex from her human partner if she's not in the mood or feeling disrespected. The latest upgrades were demonstrated to a panel of, quote, sexperts at the Life Science Center in England. The upgrade will allow Samantha to to enter what's called a, quote, dummy mode, an unresponsive state due to a variety of reasons, including an overly aggressive partner. She can also enter into dummy mode if she feels bored with her partner's attentions. That's kind of weird. Um, so you don't manually put her in dummy mode. She just goes into dummy mode. This would be, if I bought a, if I spent $5,000 on a sex robot and the thing didn't want to have sex with me, this would be a major problem. Okay. This ain't an upgrade, by the way. This is a downgrade. <laughs> I don't want to spend thousands of dollars on something that's supposed to program to have sex with me to then have the thing be like, ah, sorry, Jonesy, I'm a little bored with you right now. Okay. In fact, uh, your neighbor's looking good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> So who would buy this thing? Who would buy this particular... It's, it's, look, at if you're trying to sell sex robots, this is not the way to go. Okay? It's just not. It's like if you ran a, um, a house of prostitution, let's say, um, in a state where it's legal, like Nevada, and, uh, you, you, and some of the girls just... You, you weren't sure if they were going to be into it. So when you went in there and you gave the madam... You, you, you gave the, give the madam your money or however it works. They say, yes, I'd like one of your women today. You go, okay, you can have any of these women you want, but it just here's the disclaimer. Yeah, they may not be in the mood. All right. All right. Pay the man over there and have fun. (laughs) So now the robot here, Samantha, the sex robot, is meant to be a realistic partner. She has motorized hands, hips, and a motorized face, which can whisper endearments to her partner if properly stimulated. In addition to her sex mode, she also has modes for family and romantic. The family mode is basically just her being like, when are we going to have kids? When are we going to have kids? I'm... (laughs) I'm hitting menopause. <laughs> okay, and rom- she can be romantic. That's nice. As well as settings for an extra naughty level. Extra naughty. Well, that kind of like defeats the purpose of the dummy mode if you're being extra naughty. And then what if she doesn't like extra naughty? When she's in that, that other mode is like, that is too naughty. You're like, yeah, I got you in na- naughty mode, Samantha. What do you mean now it's too naughty? What the hell is this? 
The new dummy mode might offer an opportunity for male users to learn a thing or two about consent and respecting one's partners, but there remains one glaring difference between Samantha and real-life women. While she possesses the ability to shut down when she's feeling disrespected, she does not possess the ability to fight back, and there are no repercussions for her partner partners that decide to ignore her her protests. Yeah, so in, in other words, you could just be as aggressive as you want and ignore her. I'm going to say, um, in your efforts to teach somebody how to respect one's wishes in the bedroom, that uh, using a robot is really not the way to go. These, these things can really only be done by having real human interaction um, because personalities are extremely complicated and you're never, you, you, at this point in time, the robot cannot simulate a true, the true personality of a partner. I was going to say woman because, uh, and in my opinion, uh, you know, 40 years uh, of, uh, not 40 years, what am I saying? Uh, decades of me dating, uh, and I still don't understand women. Uh, I don't think a, 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 you know, a sliver of a woman's psyche in a sex robot is gonna is gonna help me all of a sudden. Uh, so this is like, in my opinion, not the way to go. If you try, if that's what you're trying to improve relations, this ain't the way to do it. But you know, you it's a good try. It's a good try, <laughs> but nothing's gonna beat couples therapy. Or you know. This isn't going to be couples therapy. This isn't going to be, you know, therapy in general or actually learning with a real life partner, someone who's patient with you and, and understanding. Uh, you know, this is a, a you know, a, a relationship is a give and take situation here. Uh, according to a study from Fork Tip, 70% of men and 50% of women would replace their partners with robotic sexual surrogates. Huh. That's an interesting stat. Did you guys know that? Do you, do you, would you... 71% of men and 50% of women would replace them with sex. Come on. Really? This is a very high percentage. Look, I know half of these relationships end in divorce, but this is really over the top. With the uh, 70% of women would rather have a sex robot. I don't, I don't, I'm, not buying these, I'm not buying these stats, fork tip, whatever you are. I don't know some website that did this study. I don't buy it. What did you interview? 25 people. Uh, Santos himself, the guy who created Samantha, claims that the use of Samantha has saved his own 16-year marriage as she has provided an opportunity for him to satisfy his sexual urges even when his wife isn't in the mood. Whoa! Hello! So he's got a sex robot at home and the wife's cool with it. Huh, that's interesting. What do you guys think about that? Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess that's okay. I mean, I'm not saying that's... Look, I'm not one to say whether it's okay or not. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm down with whatever <laughs> arrangement that two consensual people are, you know, come up with. If everybody's happy with it, that's totally fine. I'm just thinking for myself, would that be okay? No, I'd rather have a third, uh, another woman. <laughs> that's what, we'll work that out instead. <laughs> that's, it's a little more ambitious, uh, but probably less costly and uh, way more rewarding. <laughs> and we can all enjoy her. Um, the actual ramifications of realistic sex dolls are yet to be seen, but they could very well be on the horizon. Yes, they are on the horizon, article. You're behind the times. They are here. They are now. Samantha is on her way to open market and will be priced at about $4,700. The actual release date has not been named. So if you want to pay $5,000 for a sex robot to tell you that it's not in the mood for sex, then this is the one for you. <laughs> Stupid. I'm not, I'm not into it. I'm just not. <laughs> so call into Weird AF News because I want your take on the uh, blah, 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 blah. The whole thing. 646-450-2012. Or DM me at Funny Jones. You got it. A doctor has noted a rise in, quote, selfie wrist cases. This is Los Angeles. A Los Angeles doctor said he's seeing an increase in smartphone photo snapping patients 
suffering from what he's calling selfie wrist. <laughs> oh, it's the end of the world, I think, right now. <laughs> Stories like this, I'm like, oh, it's, it's over, it's over. <laughs> Dr. Levi Harrison, an orthopedic surgeon, said patients have been coming in complaining of pain in their wrists, tingling in their fingers as a result of hyperflexing their wrists when taking selfies with their smartphones. Oh, boy. I thought the selfie stick cured this, right? I thought the... I mean, I'm, I've been making fun of people that walk around with selfie sticks, but man, at the end of the day, if they can avoid this serious condition <laughs> called selfie wrist, then it's a pretty smart move, right? <laughs> it's a, here's a quote. It's a form of carpal tunnel because what happens again is this hyperflexion of the wrist appears to cause median nerve neuritis. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds deadly. Median nerve neuritis which basically is the nerve becomes inflamed and angry. Ooh, angry. And then you, your selfies come out angry. You can't be taking angry wrist selfies. Dr. Harrison said he has been instructing patients on how to hold their phones with less wrist strain and to do exercises that relieve the, the inflammation. <laughs> Selfie wrist exercises, is this what it's come to? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Selfie wrist is not the first unusual medical, medical condition to rise in the smartphone age, you'd be happy to know. Doctors in San Diego and said in 2015 they repaired a ruptured tendon resulting from a patient's candy crush thumb. Oh, yeah, the thumb situation seems like, you know, you could totally rupture a tendon if you're, you know, tapping away all day with the thumbs or playing video games. I would imagine there's a lot of video game related uh, wrist and hand conditions. You know, because, you know, taking the selfies is one thing. You don't take selfies for hours straight, right? Unless you're a total maniac. Although I think I know some women who have taken selfies for hours straight. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are, though, people who play video games for days. For day, I mean, for 10 hours stretches. And that is, that is crazy strain on your fingers and wrists and thumbs and, and everything. I mean, that's, I would, I would assume Doctors just would see tons of cases of video game related, uh, you know, ruptured tendons, arthritis. Everybody playing video games 10 hours a day. Everybody playing Fortnite is going to get arthritis like in five years, obviously. We're going to see 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds with arthritis, right? I feel like we're going, we're heading into that, into that realm. <laughs> the doctors said the 29-year-old man had experienced pain after playing the popular game Candy Crush nearly all day for six to eight weeks. Oh, okay. So someone, that guy that got the candy crushed thumb condition was playing it all day for six to eight weeks. Yeah, this is what's going on. These, the video games are a killer. We're going to see a lot of these, uh, you know, millennial related conditions that we've never seen before, you know, like, uh, what was that? It'll be like, and then we'll, we'll look back on it because we'll figure out how to cure these things and we'll figure out how to work it without injuring yourself. And we'll look, we'll look back on it like an old school injury that you don't see anymore, like, I don't know, what's that, what did they get when they were in the coal mines all day, black, black lung, <laughs> or, uh, you know, when you're on the high seas, scurvy, that was a thing that everybody had for a little while, right, I think everybody had scurvy in like the 1600s, and now it's like so old school, if you meet someone that has scurvy, you're like, what are you, a pirate from 1412, uh, <laughs> So I think we'll look back on selfie wrist as one of those things. But right now, it's serious. It's serious. Take care of your wrist, guys. Look, if you do some stretches before you take a selfie. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I want to give you good advice, but <laughs> I almost can't feel bad for anybody who gets 
the condition selfie risk. Like you're obviously too self-involved. You're obviously so vain. You're taking so many photos of yourself that you injure your wrist. Oh, the poor doctors. Goodness. A man in India has been asked to prove that his statement is true when he says that if you eat my mangoes, you will have a son. <laughs> what? Apparently people can't have kids. They go to this guy, they eat his mangoes, and now, voila, they have a kid. That's what he's saying. And the, the administrations, the municipalities, the police, the authorities are saying, you better prove this shit, buddy. You can't just walk around telling people that your mangoes make women more fertile or men more fertile. All right? This, is, <laughs> this guy is a right-wing activist. His name is Sambaji Bide. And uh, they, they're demanding that he name the specific couples who he claims were blessed with children after eating his mangoes that were grown on his special farm. Um, they, they sent, the civic body sent a show cause notice to Mr. B-Day asking him to prove his claim that the fruit from his mango orchards has been helping couples having male children specifically. I guess in India they want males. It's kind of like China like that. They want males. Is that, is that a thing? I didn't know that. Um, the activist claimed earlier this month at a public rally, which was part of his mission to reinstate the Golden Throne, whatever that is, <laughs> the erstwhile capital of Maratha warrior king, Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj's kingdom. Did I say that correctly? Anybody uh, native to India want to? <laughs> Anyways, basically this was a right-wing rally. This guy's the head of a right-wing you know, um, group, an activist group. This is his quote at the rally. He said, I have never shared this with anyone except my mother, but I have planted these mango trees in my farms, okay? And, and up to now, 180 childless couples took the fruit from my mango farm, and 150 of them have had children since then. <laughs> now, if a couple wants a male child, they will have it after eating, they will have it after eating these mangoes. This mango is useful for those facing infertility, he boasted. <laughs> well... The police sent a, uh, a letter to him saying that you better prove this shit. Okay, I wish they would do that in our country because there's a lot of people um, that, especially crazy uh, right-wing types that cl- have crazy claims. You know the Reverend Jim Baker who says if you eat his pancake mix, you, you can speak to God and this kind of shit. This is a guy that I w- wish would be uh, served with papers saying, hey, prove your fantasy, sir. Prove it, Okay. Because you know why? Because this person is duping people. And, and it's, it's like one thing to dupe people just like as a joke. It's one thing to dupe people out of their life savings and their money. You know what I'm saying? That's not okay. And the government should get involved when, you know, squirrely people like uh, Jim Baker or Joel Osteen or the list goes on and on of these religious fundamentalist fanatics who just sort of you know, extract as much money from their followers as possible. They should be looked into, (laughs) is what I'm saying. Apparently in India, they do that. So good for you, India. Can't be walking around saying, if you eat my fruit, you're going to have a kid. What if I came up with something? What if I was like, hey guys, you know, if you, um, if you give me a massage, uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll win at, you'll win a scratch ticket within the next six months. Yeah, just come on, just come over to my place and give me massage and you'll win a scratch ticket. Next thing you know, people are lining up outside my door to give me massages, which I would love. That would be an amazing way to live my life. I wish I could do that. I haven't had a massage in months because no one loves me. <laughs> so yeah, I get a bunch of free massages at the expense of these people that I've duped into believing I'm going to give them some sort of salvation in the form of a winning scratch ticket. No, no, I should be investigated. So good for them. (laughs) 
Also, any of you uh, in India that have actually eaten this mango and it's worked, I'd love to hear from you. Weird AF News. I love it like I'm a main news source. Like, they're going to call me before they call, like, <laughs> CNN. No, no, no. Stay away from NPR and Fox News. You want to call Weird AF News and do a, an exclusive with me. Because <laughs> I got the coolest... Li- believe me, I do have the coolest listeners ever. My weirdos are the best. But I don't, I don't think enough people know that. Which, which... Oh, this is a perfect segue to... Tell you, my fellow weirdos, that if you're not sharing Weird AF News with your weird friends, then what the hell are you? What kind of weirdo are you? Okay, are you on my team or not? we got to create an army here, an army of weirdos. So share this with people. Tell them that they should subscribe and rate it. How about that? I had two friends subscribe yesterday and rate it. They didn't subscribe voluntarily. It was more like one of those situations where I grabbed their iPhone and uh, opened up the podcast app, subscribed, and gave myself five stars. (laughs) Which I do when I'm drunk. I just do that. I'll just walk around the bar and pick up iPhones and subscribe to my channel and give myself five stars. I'm up to double digit five stars on the iPhone, by the way. I I think I have 11 ratings. So yeah, let's push it up to 11,000. Weirdos, get on it. Share it. Okay? Rate it. Do your duty. (laughs) I love you. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Just want to let you know that uh, I released a couple of videos on my Patreon. Uh, that you might find amusing, and they are my trip to the disgusting food museum. Yeah, I cut up a video of me going in there and trying some food, and I also got, I also caught a young boy uh, throwing up on camera, which was hilarious, and (laughs) I'm pretty mean, I guess, for putting that in the video, but man, it was like a -a one-of-a-kind experience, and I also uh, threw together an an interview with the director as well. So there's two videos on there. So you get to to experience the the disgusting food museum here in, uh, which is in Los Angeles. Uh, If you can't make it to Los Angeles to go to this amazing museum, which I highly recommend, then you can, uh, you can sort of experience it through, through my eyes and my experience last week. So that's on there. You can only get that on the Patreon. So you have to join the Patreon. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weird af news so check that out if you'd like if you join the patreon you also get my um my comedy album download for for free gratis i hope you guys are having a a great holiday week i hope you have it today off and tomorrow off tomorrow's friday i'm not going to be doing just fyi i'm not going to be doing florida fridays tomorrow i'm going to do a special edition of weird af news where i'm going to put together some of the best stories from uh, from the year tomorrow, put those out there. I think, yeah, because because I'm taking like Monday off, right? Because it's New Year's, so I'm gonna put that up there, and uh, yeah, so you can you you'll enjoy that. So it won't be Florida Fridays. It'll be like a special little best of the year weird AF news stories, and I think I think you'll enjoy it. I think we can we can relive we can rehash some of the great moments of the year. <laughs> I, I haven't figured out what I'm gonna do if I'm gonna give it commentary or what I'm gonna do, but yeah, I'll, I'm gonna put something together like that. If you guys want to call the show and wish me a happy new year or whatever, or if you want to tell me you hate me, um, that's that's cool too. It's uh, 646-450-2012. And you can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. On Instagram, it's at funnyjones, at funnyjones at Twitter as well. And on Facebook, it's comedianjonesy. Thank you for all of your support and your uh, and thank you for your ears. <laughs>